Welcome to D&D Journey of the 5th Edition. Join our various gaming groups as we play the 5th Edition of Dungeons & Dragons. And maybe just hang out and chat about gaming in general. Sit back and enjoy the show. Hi, this is Kelly, a.k.a. Trixie from Ragnarok and Roll, assigned to Ragnarok Story, and Tilda Wimblewick from D&D Journey of the 5th Edition. First off, I would just like to say thank you to everyone for listening to our varied adventures, as well as for rating us on iTunes and RPGpodcast.com. If you haven't rated us yet, we would greatly appreciate it if you could. And if you're looking for more ways to support our efforts, we are now on Patreon, a great site where you can help us continue making more podcasts, as well as some special surprises for our patrons. If you can, please look us up at www.patreon.com slash cppn. Every little bit helps. And again, thank you for listening. This stupidity. He tried to impress a girl by taking on three armed pistoleros. <laughs> oh, honey, you would have done the same for me. <laughs> yeah, of course I would. You trying to just get her away from the dangerous situation. <laughs> so, my turn? Uh, so no. what is Callus doing? It looks like no. you ran across to the alleyway where you see the three guys rushing away. One is yep. pretty badly wounded and hobbling and easy to differentiate from the rest of them. He goes so. up and double taps him. Yep, I'm shooting him in the back. <laughs> okay, takes your shot. What? Are you serious? Yeah. He does have a cop. They shot, they in shot a copper. Oh, I thought you were shooting the cop in the back. <laughs> <laughs> Good lord. As you totally expect him to look and say, and he executes the cop completely. <laughs> I know, I was like, uh. Glad I came back. Alright, 19 hit. 19 will definitely hit. Jesus Christ. That's and it, uh, what does really? it look like when you execute the guy who only had one hit point left? <laughs> I just, like, hit him in the back of the neck, which sends him head over heels, flop flat on the ground. Bleed out. You see him hit the puddle and bleed, and they're just like, later, dude. <laughs> You're on your own. Really, I couldn't have rolled any lower. <laughs> Two, a one, and plus my four. Like, really? <laughs> Bare minimum roll, but it's more than one point, so that works. And as I do that, I'm like, Wait, you Stop. get to re-roll ones, right? Well, not for damage. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sorry, trying so, to help. And as, of course, as I do that, I'm like, Stop! Halt! <laughs> Wait. <laughs> <You> criminals. <laughs> you shot a watch member. How dare yes. you? Yeah, so, you know, a little theatrics there. As Just a, in case there's any watch anywhere nearby that might hear or see. As a single window opens up and someone's witnessing all of this and just screams. The watch. Someone shot the watch. Okay, so um, I am going to move towards him. Hold on. There we go. Um, I'm going to move towards him. 
gonna and be get over here-ish. And I'm going to um, kind of bend down. Um, is this where Theo? Is this where Theo actually is? Yes. So she's pretty close. Yep. Okay. Never mind. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to stand right here, but I'm going to use my bonus action to tell Gunny to. What are the words to make him dash? Hold on. <laughs> and she thinks to herself, "Hurry!" Hurry! <laughs> Very easy. Very easy. He's going to go over, pick pick up our guy, and book it. I think he gets right about back, right about here-ish, with our new. And he's ho- dangling the the limp body of the Watchman, who has moments left to live. And I will try to put my hand on the wound and compress. Oh, you're going to give her advantage on medicine. Aww. Yeah, I'm going to try to help out. Hold on, hold on. Sweet face. I have no other nickname for this guy right now. <laughs> there's, as there's blood and street refuse caked on his sweet, sweet face. Aww. Can I take a, a little bit of blood on, like, I'm compressing with my right hand with my left hand. I've got, like, a little blood. And I'm, like, covering up the signs on Gunny that's our case. Are they going back to compressing? Ooh. Yes, you can. As you totally take the cop's blood and rub Gunny's shoulder plate, covering up your game tat. Yeah. So that way Gunny is not clearly affiliated with your street gang, which the other gang totally noticed with their awesome perception. Yeah. And if I have it on, I don't know what I'm wearing. I don't know if I'm in like forecast or whatever, but I'm going to cover up any, anything else. Trying to any look as innocent as possible. Marks? Yeah. So, Boom Howler, she's got the cop. Gunny's standing there holding it like a little rag doll out for, for medical attention. Do we know the name of the other gang that was there? Uh, you don't. Actually, you guys didn't, uh, didn't thought... uh, really check them out too well. I thought but we you know did the... the first time we were scoping the... But you do know they are a minor group. They're a little below you in the uh, ecosystem. And we have one, a body down the street, so we can just figure that out. It <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no, doesn't I, matter. They'll be dead soon. I was um, going to use Salmaturgy to um, have whispers of Blank Gang shot. The, do we have a <laughs> Uh, you do have a rival gang, but they're not in this area. Yeah, but nobody knows that. Ooh. <laughs> can I can I do whispers along the alleyways, um, with commentary about rival gang killed a watchman, just can, so that it like drifts up to people's through people's windows. As you're hearing the sparrow call, a whisper campaign. Rival, the hall, or whatever they're called at the moment. Yeah. As out there somewhere, someone's hearing their family whistle, going, "Wait a minute, that's our family whistle when we're out shopping." <laughs> uh, will that work? Or is that? Yeah, that, that'll totally I work. I want to set somebody up. As you're you're giving some plausible deniability, and Theo. What are you doing? If you do medicine, you have advantage. Thanks oh, to me. I'm going to definitely do medicine for this poor guy. Medicine, Yay! medicine, medicine. 
Okay. Okay, you have advantage. All right. You know that he's about to bleed out. It's pretty bad. He's got, you know, multiple gunshots. He's hurt. Fifteen. But fifteen is good enough to stabilize him so he doesn't die, die. Because even though he's NPC, he can be stabilized. As you know, you totally tell Gunny to lay him down, and you basically give him the chest compressions and pack his wounds. And uh, conveniently, the first cop coming down this street comes within eyesight. As he sees you guys performing medicine on the fellow officer, he's just like, what the what? <laughs> this guy's got a smoking barrel, and he's hearing gang signs coming. I'm going to yell, out. help, help me. And uh, he totally sees them yelling, help. And uh, he hears the other two whistles getting closer, and he totally looks at Callus. Uh, Callus going to toss any more damning information out there? Yeah, I'm like, they're running down the street that way. I got one of them. To which the, the officer will totally, you know, come up to you in the alleyway and see the running people, and he will totally dash after them. He's going to be way behind them. But he is totally in chase. And he's screaming on his little whistle. And you hear a couple more whistles responding. They're coordinating off the area, as the police do. It's all about catching the criminals, not stopping crime. Except for the one... You really need to steal one of those whistles. (laughs) There is one sitting on the watchman at your feet that you are helping give medical attention to. Hanging around his neck. No, it's no fun if he's unconscious. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Callus, you, the officer definitely is giving chase, as you, you implied, because he thinks you're a good citizen who obviously has a right. To... Okay, Mia, what are you doing? Oh, man. Um, he's stabilized, right? He's stabilized, right? letting you know he's been stabilized by Theo as Theo's like, this guy needs medical attention. But he's going to live. Okay. Way more press, she breaks her character. But he's he's actually he's actually conscious so he can hear me talking though, right? He's very out of it. He, he's still at zero oh. hit points. It's just stable. People hear you when they're in a coma and stuff, supposedly. So, as, yeah. as you see his hand kind of lazily come up for a second and fall back down in weakness. As he just looks up at Mia and says, Don't go down the alley. It's dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> I know, babe. I know. Um, we can't just leave him here in the street. Fine. I'm going to tell, tell my two friends, run. I'll stay. If I get arrested, please come get me. Always have before. Okay. Well, no, because this is pretty stupid, so I could see you being like, you got what you deserve, but Brian, I can't leave him. What's what's, what's the the watch guy's name? I forgot his name. He's new watch kit number five. You don't know his name. (laughs) No, no, no. Uh, The the main guy that's hard. Oh, oh, your watch commander buddy. Yeah. Oh, uh... yeah. Roy. What's his name? Roy? Mm-hmm. Roy. Roy better, Roy better love me for this. 
Hey, you're saving and I'm just gonna, for the watch. I'm going to take him, and I'm going to put his head and kind of cradle it in my lap, and I'm just going to start letting the tears flow. <laughs> now the question is, are these genuine tears? Are these a performance, or are they deception? I will actually tap into my internal trauma and make real tears for this, so I can sell it. Oh. So, what do you okay. want me to roll for that? Uh, if these are genuine tears, I will just accept that as good roleplay. As okay. you hear the whistles coming and you look at them, do you give them the head gesture to get the hell out of here, guys? Wait, who who am I? Who? Your your compatriot. Oh yeah, no, I I told him go. Mia has spoken. Oh, uh, sorry, and- I didn't say it like that. We're like, yes, I gave them the gesture, like, run. I've got, I'll, I'll stay behind. Save yourselves. Nothing to save, because we just saved the police. Well, we get in trouble for being in a gang, anyway. Well, half the, I, half my fingers is in a gang in one way or another. <laughs> oh, we're in okay. a, we're in a corporation, not a gang. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. We're just, we're just well, business people. But y'all get the y'all get the goods, so y'all need a boogie. Whoever's well, got the goods. Those two do. He yeah. totally gestures okay. at Theo's satchel that's full of bo- stolen books. Looks like the show's take over, gunning. dear. Can, can, no, don't take gunning. I'll keep gunning. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just sobbing. Yeah. <laughs> Gang guys are running. The watch guy is, is ch- chasing and whistling his whistle. Stop, or I'll blow my whistle again. <laughs> <laughs> Stop, Rosie! Stop you. again! <laughs> are you attempting to get out of here now that you've saved his life? You have blood on your hands, literally. Me? No, no. Oh, Howler oh. and Theo. Yeah, looks like the show's over, my dear. Want to go get a drink? <laughs> Yes, let's. As you're blending off into I'm the I'm a street, little shaky, darling. One of you give me a deception check without advantage, because poor Theo does have blood in her hands, even though she's hastily trying to wipe it off. Well, I'll let you roll that, since you have a better... Okay. <laughs> you rule, darling. You're the <laughs> number. You did such ah, a good thanks. job. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh lordy. Um. Okay. North or south? Uh, south. Okay. Which a- as you are. South is down on the map. Okay. For convenience sake. South is this way. So as you guys start uh, getting into character and you wipe her hands, and I'm totally bringing the not corpse back over here. <laughs> oh, so I'm taking you? <laughs> Here we go. We almost lost our boom howler on the map. As you guys are totally trying to be cool and just be cool, and boom howler totally helps you wipe your hand real quick and gives you one of his hankies, and you're totally getting blood on both of you guys. It's kind of annoying with this deception check of six. Yeah. As, uh, as soon as you do, an officer comes running up right here, the street ahead of you, and he just, you know, 
as his billy club, he's running. He's got his whistle in the sort of side of his mouth like a cigarette blowing as he exhales, going, and he says, stop. This is the scene of an investigation. No one is to leave. Oh, my God. It was horrible. There there was gunshots and, and violence, and, and a watchman got hit, and he's, he's dying. You got to go help. Help the lady who's trying we to. We did what we could, but I'm no doctor. And, and you know, he totally, totally looks at the blood on your hands. And since Theo just did bring up a good point, I'll totally let her try a deception to get you out of this. All right. And she totally said a really good role-playing thing that makes perfect sense for the one the two of you have blood on your hands. It's like, huh, I tried. Okay, uh, deception. You ready? Yep. Uh, actually, you know what? I'm yeah, going to use this. my inspiration. Let's click oh. that off. And booyah! Nice. Yeah, that's dirty 20. As he basically looks at her and she's vouching for you. And you, you can see maybe he doesn't like Trollkin is his problem. Racist douche. Racist pizza. <laughs> As he looks and says, Miss, you, you get off the street. A good girl like you shouldn't be on these streets. And, and he totally, you know, waits for you guys to go and get off the streets and, and rushes past you guys. As as Theo totally looks up at Gargosh and winks that she, she came in with the, uh, there, the pickup. Are there officers we're supposed to be seeing or? Uh, I have not put them on the map. They're just narrative. Okay, I was going to say, yeah, you don't have them on the right layer, so... so. Nope, nope. <laughs> they're, they're just narratively okay. here and running past to come over this direction. Okay. As the, the watchman, and he looks and looks at the poor, feeble, wounded corpse on the ground and goes, Derek, come on, new kid, don't die! And he leans down and immediately he, like, drops his whistle and it clinks on the ground and drops his, his trudging on the ground. And he totally shakes the kid, which is probably the worst thing to do for someone who's just been stabilized with a gunshot wound. And he's like, come on, new kid. I had it in the bedding pool. You die in the first month, not the first day. (laughs) (laughs) As he totally kind of like tries to take in the situation as he hears the whistle down this alley and the whistle that's just about to pop around this way. I'm gonna I'm gonna ask the cop. Where's the nearest doctor? Um, uh, uh, the nearest physician is over two streets that way, up four houses. It's the green roofed house. And he kind of looks in the dark, like you you won't be able to recognize the green roofed house. And he's like, it's got the doctor's placard. Okay, we'll take him. I think there's still, I think there's your friends are still chasing after who shot him. I'll take him. I'll I'll, I'll we'll get him there. And he totally looks at the steam jack and thinks that thinks that's a good idea. And he looks at uh, Callus over at the uh, alleyway there, a little, a little twint of suspicion in his eyes as he looks at you and looks at Gunny and looks at the now stabilized officer with his packed packed wounds. And, and I'll uh, tell him that guy over there helped save his life, but I'll make sure he lives. And I'll and have Gunny pick him up, and we'll book it to this doctor's office. And uh, he gives a definite harumph, a harumph of, of cha- you know championness, as uh, he looks over at Callus. What is Callus doing? Yep. So, what's their range? Uh, they're now running down the alleys. They're about to turn a corner on their turn, but their range is like only like 
60 feet at this point. Ow. Except for the okay. one dude that ran double, he's he's out of sight. Okay. You know, the one who but he's dead, him. right? That guy is dead. The wounded one that, that you shot at is dead, dead. Yeah, okay. He literally only I had still see, I'll be like, stop. Stop in the name of the police. Stop. And I shoot him. In the name of love. <laughs> in the name of the police. Stop. I said stop again. Okay, take your shot. He's still well within the sweet spot. A dirty 21 will definitely hit. Yeah. Car being cracked down the alleyway. The officer's chasing with his club as he, you can hear him hear the whizzing bullets. As damn, 14 points. Yeah. yeah. That, uh, that's the guard. And you know, oh, I didn't call it. Oh well. What does it look like you kill him with the shot? Oh, uh, uh, you know, it hits him right between the shoulder blades. Face plants. Punk. I mean, the guy is carrying a smoke pistol after all. Right. As you know, the cop looks and he kind of glances back at you, and you see like a hint of he's not sure to thank you or not because he was chasing <laughs> two dark, scary individuals into a dark and scary alleyway with a club. Had to protect. Who have already shot a cop? I mean. Yeah, had to protect him. They had pistols the watch, out. The watch has a horrible mortality rate in this place. <laughs> this is why most can't, of them play ball. Yeah, can't have that. Can't have another one shot when we were around. Until we get in on the pool. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and Gunny, are you running off with the, the poor police officer being cradled in Gunny's arms? Yes, yes, I will go with him so they don't just think it's a runaway steam jack. <laughs> <laughs> this Dean Jack has stolen a watchman, and he's yeah. it like a baby. As Gunny's totally imitating a mother he saw on the streets. We adopted mummy. We might keep it. We'll see. As the the watch officer immediately stops with the guy that you just you know took out, flips him over, and totally sees that in his hand is a he sniffs the freshly fired pistol and looks back at you and gives you a a very distant nod of acceptance for what you did. And uh, he he then, you know, proceeds to kind of stagger back, realizing, you know, the, the one that got away is the one that got away because that guy just kept fucking running. Right. And uh, he kind of steps back and looks looks at this corpse here that you shot. And he he just kind of tips his watch cap to you and says, that's, that's a mighty fine shooting. Can I get your name? I'm glad you're safe. That's that's the, the most important part that that you were kept safe. Couldn't have another officer shot. And he kind of kind of winks at that. And and again, your name, sir. Uh, Galus. And uh, he 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 totally gives, gives out three quick chirps of his whistle, and you hear this this like echo across the street to different whistles. And uh, this officer over here, he gives out three long draws on his whistle, which you all by this time knows that there's a uh, officer down needing assistance. And you hear a little echo of the other ones doing, you know, three quick and two little trip trips at the end to acknowledge. And uh, Garish, Gargosh, I mean, 
And Theo, are you guys just walking on? Yeah, I mean, yeah. we're trying to be... Walking casual. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're, we're never a part of this. We just stop to help like good citizens and then... Okay. What about your day? Uh, as I will close the turn order, so you know it's out of turn order, but role-playing adventure time. As, you know, <laughs> this this flashback, you know, the screen swipe as we have Gunny running, following Mia. As you go and you get lost, give me one quick perception or... Yeah, I think perception would be the one for finding the doctor's office. Ah, beautiful 18, almost a natural 20. As you guys go running up to the physician's office, you know, it's a very... Very tall building. It's three stories, but obviously whoever lives in the second and third story are very short for some reason. As uh, do you do you bang on the door and pull the doctor bell? There's a little yes, yes, door. and I'm I'm loud. I'm out of it. As Gunny's totally get just holding the, the the officer who just kind of wiggles a little in his arms. Not sure if it's from distress, but no. As you know, all of a sudden a maid answers the door in her, her evening gown. As you know, you see lights starting popping into action in, on the upstairs floors as she just squints and says, hey. I'm pushing in. I'm pushing in. I need the doctor now. As you do notice, the door is not big enough for a steam jack to really make it in nicely, but Gunny can squeeze in if he's yes. injured. Yeah, yeah, he's gonna, he's gonna kind of come on in. Okay. <laughs> So he kind of squeezes in sideways, gingerly holding the, the officer. And you see there's, you know, a bunch of, you know, doctor tables set up in front of the floor, you know. There's a couple people that have curtains pulled around their, their beds and they're sleeping. And there conveniently is an empty bed right there at the entrance. Uh, I'm going to say, help me put him over there and then get the doctor now. Or do you want to explain to the watch why you let a watchman die because you were moving too slow? Oh, oh, oh my! Oh, my. And, and the maid like pulls off her little little sleeping cap and starts running and says, "Doctor, doctor, we have a, a member of the watch that is critically injured. I I think he may already be dying." And, and you hear some some noise, and eventually there's loud thump thumps coming down the stairs as the little little dwarf comes down and he's already got his little doctor mirror on his forehead. And he's you know coming over and he says, "Bring more lights, lights." Light this place up like someone who's never lived underground. And he's you know, grabbing candlelight from lighting them and turns on the gas lamp. That merely this building starts beaming light and his little little reflector dealio in his head brightens and points the light right on this target like old timey doctors. You know, I'm gonna hold Derek's hand. You know, as you hold his hand and the doctor starts ripping and cutting his clothes off in his watch uniform. And he totally looks up at you with one squinty eye and says, Hey, so, how long have you known the dead man if he's not going to die? And he totally, you know, just takes a rude instrument, starts poking in one of the gun holes, and pulls out like a clump of his shirt that got pulled in the hole with the bullet. And he's basically... Focus on what you're doing. Busy talk, so it's distracting you while he's operating on possible... Oh, oh, he's trying to be helpful. ...brother or father... Basically, we try like. to just keep working, working. As he's like, ah, 
someone did a good job here. Save the boy's life. As you totally see the doctor Aww. do the whole thing. As he's like, I tell, you know, I tell te- Gunny, remind me to tell Theo she's amazing. <laughs> obviously, the, the doctor is doing a horrible job with the two he rolled. But his yeah. nurse is over and starts, you know, telling him what to do. Is Obviously, they have a very intimate nurse-doctor relationship. And she gives him a shot of something to drink to get him situated. As we squeen swipe back to Callus, who's in the alleyway, and the cop, you know, totally comes up, and the watchman wants to shake your hand for saving his life and yep. uh, looking out for his watchmates. As you totally see, the other cop is over here eyeballing the situation, taking everything in. You know, he's he's looking at the blood marks, the 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 weird scratch mark on the lamppost over here, where something magically hit it and did some scratches and you know <clears throat> there's you know all kinds of things he looks at some little broken glass jar that's on the ground over here what is callus doing is the officer totally you know is, is whips out his little uh ink pen and paper and is taking your your information so yeah i'm like shake his hand stuff and i'm like yeah boy that was terrible i'm Glad we happened to be in, you know, be in the area. There was another one down the other alley that was trying to get the drop on him. Uh, he took off, but these, the three tried to shoot him, and so I had to let him go to, you know, try to save the officer. Uh, is, is he saying totally yeah. looks the way of the alley? <clears throat> um, can we take a quick break? I gotta use the... Sure. We'll take a quick five-minute break for those that are escaping on foot. As he totally flashes his light, by the way, when you gesture at the alleyway, and there's still that pistol sitting right there. Yeah. Remember, the dude dropped his pistol and ran. Yeah. I don't know. As he totally looks at that, and uh, let's take a quick break. Okay. Hey, uh, is is a watchman's whistle like very important to them? Uh, it's it's basically standard issue. It's like it looks like a little dog whistle. Okay, okay. So it wouldn't be worth anything if I I showed I didn't steal it. I mean, if you pinched it, it wouldn't like get him in trouble. I mean, the new guy got shot on his first night, so I mean, that's not the the most bad thing to happen to him today. Okay. Well, I'm going to while we're doing all that, I'm going to pick up his whistle and put it in my pocket or okay. put it somewhere on me. Give me. A... I'm not trying to do it secretively. I'm just doing it like a like a girlfriend would pick up, you know, his watch or his whatever. I'm holding on to it for it. Aw, so the doctor, you know, gives you a good harumph look. And yes. you do that, and I'll be right back. Okay.
I thought I was late. No, you're good. Somebody is mowing their lawn right outside my house. Oh, really? Yeah, I think it's probably my neighbor. Did you tell him to come do yours, too? <laughs> <laughs> he used to, oh my gosh, like, I don't know, six or so years ago. Uh-huh. I don't know why, but he would mow his lawn and then mow half of mine. Like he was half. Well, that's pretty jacked up. That makes you have to go mow yours. Then. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I finally yelled at him to stop doing it. And he's like, what? Yeah, if you're going to either go all the way or stop. <laughs> yeah. It's like, that's just, just being a manipulative. Yeah, make sure it looks like shit at that point. So now you have to do something. Exactly. That's what I was, I was like. Just do it all or don't touch it. It's it. Don't do this half thing. Then I have to mow it. <laughs> so people. Yeah, he said he was just trying to help, and but I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, sound like ulterior motive to me. I kept it. Kept fantasizing about when I mowed my lawn, mowing just weirder, crude <laughs> things in his, but yeah, it never seemed pattern. worth the effort. pattern. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I hope you're prepared to play Derek for a while. I'm going to keep him. <laughs> hey, we just made more police friends. Exactly. Always good to have on, you know, some extra police friends. Yeah. Especially when you're doing... Borderline activities. Right. And maybe he'll be tired of it and it's not worth the pay and he'll want to join the game. Uh, oh, there you go. When the doctor was asking you how long you knew him, I kept hoping you'd tell the doctor he was the father of your child. <laughs> I think I actually like this guy, so I'm just trying not to say anything. <laughs> I was trying to be honest, because it's all situations, so that's why I was like, nope, nope, just don't say anything. Yeah, it's like, okay. it's, he's his father, point at Gunny. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think of that, that would be great. Yeah, it's got his jaw, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> his ears. <laughs> So do we think I'll get a reward? I mean, 
a monetary reward from Rory. I said, oh, you'll get a reward. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. I, um, well, with any luck, the, the watch will fit the bill. That That's a reward. Yeah. For what? Oh, for I Derek? Mean, oh, I'm not paying for yeah, Derek. <laughs> the, the, the hospital bill. Oh, I assume that was covered. Your... I wanted to know if I get my coal money back from cutting running down three blocks over. Oh, Which, uh, oh, yeah. Well, who were we stealing the stuff for? Was that just for ourselves, right? No, I think or, we were. No, we were specifically asked. Hold on. Because, um, <clears throat> oh, it doesn't say who asked us. I said, seek the okay. formula of Remmel's blade resin that permanently poisons blade but breaks down in blood. Remmel's embrace. It's at his roofies, basically, mm. and the shark scale shibs. Oh, no, that's what? the name of the gang, the shark scale shibs. That was okay. the name of that gang. Oh, yeah, we... I thought we had a name for them. Darn it. I couldn't remember if that or if it was your guild, I thought, maybe. Wasn't it the guild that wanted that? Yeah, I no. think it was. Are we going to do something about these shark scale gang? Well, if I had looked at my notes, I would have used their name. You can drop their name to the Watchmen. You're still interacting with them, aren't you? Yes. Yeah. No, I, I, I'm, Cal. Yeah, no, I'm still with the other two officers. Yeah, yeah. Plus, they've got their gang markings. So, yeah. Well, would we yeah. know? Would we know where they their hideout is? I don't know. Would you? Mm, I don't know, but we know that they're very active on that street. Okay. Because I would love to be like, let me give you the address. All of you. Well, I'm going to play innocent that I don't know anything about gangs. What are, what do you mean? What gangs? <laughs> I mean, I don't want to be too knowledgeable about what gangs are out there. Well, they threatened me and they made sure to let me know that they were the shark scale gang. And I was terrified. Oh, yeah. You're fat. I'm just I mean, so thankful that I got, had my steam jack with me. I don't know what I would have done. Yeah. yeah. They, got, they got two bodies that they'll be able to identify <laughs> who they are. So. Who would have thought the steam jack, like, malfunctioning, probably saved my life, along with poor little Derek here. <laughs> <laughs> and who's our chief or whatever? What's his... Roy? Huh? Roy, the the is head of the watch? Is? Yeah, is that Roy? Okay. Yeah. Is there blue writing on this building? Blue writing? On which building? Um, oh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, I'm playing off one small screen, so I'm like, is that writing or? 
No, no. Um, okay. it was the, there's a, uh, so this, the green one over here is a, uh, a door that's been barred and barricaded and stuff. And this was, yeah. wasn't this originally like a warehouse entry, you know, that has been since, they because that's how up. they got the big yep. thingies in, if I yep. remember correctly. But she's yeah. talking about the dark blue writing down here. Oh, I didn't building. see that one. Yeah. Yeah, that's I totally think, the artist's name on the on the building, by the way. Yeah, that's what I was oh. going to say. That's what I was going to say. I've been yeah, secretly listening while eating and filling my face with good food. Ah, I see. I was loving the questions going back and forth, so I didn't want to interrupt. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. And I had pancakes I had to suck down real quick. Nice. Well, of course. <sighs> Because one does not let pancakes get cold. Right. No. Because then that's just bread. <laughs> Still sweet bread, though. <laughs> yeah. So, so, yeah, so I tell the officer, I'm like, oh, yeah, I can't imagine. I wonder who those people are, but I'll be sure to let Roy know the great job you guys have done protecting the citizens on the street here. Ooh, you name drop. <laughs> We're good friends. As a name drop deserves an insight role. He kind of gives you the side eye when you name drop. And uh, he, he, he totally, you know, takes down uh, what address do you give him is where you can be found. I mean, a lot of folks just give, like, a tavern is where I can normally be found, you know? Yeah, we'll give them the whatever tavern we typically go to. You guys' usual hangout. The one that Rory finds us in. Yeah, that one place. (laughs) Okay, and he's just like, well, thank you you again, citizen. I mean, you, you saved me some work, and I'm pretty sure these no goods probably were up to something and he kind of like scans the street looking for what they could have been up to because he's just like hmm well you know the uh before the guard got hurt he says looking on the roof they were probably trying to break into that building (laughs) (laughs) or blow it up there was smoke well i hope that young man survives he was quite brave, trying to take the three thugs on by himself when I was over here trying to handle the one. And he definitely jots down some notes. And he seemed to do like a very rudimentary drawing of the street with some X's where the bad guys were. Yeah. It's like he, he deserves accommodation. And he totally, you know, gives you that that yes, you know, that that affirmative nod while he's doing something else. You know, as he, you can t- totally tell his brain's preoccupied as he's still listening to what you're taking, and occasional notes get put on the the, the picture from what you're saying. As he says, and uh, what what about this building? Did you see them do anything to it? And he totally points to the new alchemist shop. Yeah. Now, when I came. Uh, meandering down the street I just came across the one hunkered down where the pistol was and uh, and then the officer and the young lady with the steam jack faced off on three thugs that just gunned them down in the street 
And he just shakes his head. Sad, sad for the, for the city and five fingers in general. Uh, just one moment. You totally see over here with the uh, the two corpses are piled in a little crisscross. And there's a, a watch lieutenant commander you don't recognize kind of poking his eyes, looking at him. And the guy comes up and he, he, he whispers to the watch commander and the watch commander says something back. And you can tell the, the officer points at you and he looks at you and gives you the up and down look. You know, that up and down look. Right. And uh, and then, then then the watch officer comes back and he says, so uh, what, one last question before you go and try to get some sleep on this god-awful night. Right. Uh, d- if I said the word shark scales to you, would you would you know any reference to that? I don't know. What do you use shark scales for? <laughs> and he's kind of uh, gestures back and says, in relation to these these fine upstanding members of Fine Fingers over here, oh. do you know any organization by that? Well, I wouldn't associate with anything <laughs> like that. Sounds nefarious to me. So, are you uh, are you rolling a deception? Sure. Okay. Why not? As the real investigators here to ask the question. Keep wanting to wait to see if I need to uh, <laughs> set the dice roll. Yeah, is the dice ready? <laughs> Wrong game. <laughs> but okay, that was definitely a good so, set of dice. You, uh, you, t- you totally. Hey, I got no clue what you're talking about. He he gives you a nice nice head nod and writes something down. And he looks back at the uh, lieutenant commander, and the lieutenant commander basically gives a big nod and does this, like, stroke his nose and points towards you guys and waves the guy back, and the officer totally dismisses you and lets you go. And again, thank you. I And he, he totally reaches into his coat pocket and pulls out a uh, ten silver and hands it to you and says, I owe you for not getting shot in a dark alley tonight. This is a gift from my wife, not myself. Aww. <laughs> I accept it. And uh, as he walks away, I'm like, kind of wave down the alley, like, have a safe night. You're great men. And as I walk off, I load my two rounds back into my carbine. And of course, the onlookers at this point are out there in the road because oh, there's you know, like a dozen watchmen out here checking the And they will totally make a big opening for you as you hear people whisper, Is that the guy who shot the watchman? Is that the guy who shot the bad guy? Who is that guy? And as we screen swipe to our <laughs> nefarious duo that are sitting at the tavern, just relaxing, feet up on the table, satchel full of stolen goods sitting on the table. What are you two doing? I love it when a plan comes together. <laughs> <laughs> He's sitting there with his drink and a cigar in his mouth. Yep. <laughs> So, where were we supposed to be taking this? Or, or who's our contract with? 
I don't have that written down. Um, I think it was like the Alchemist Guild or whatever. It's the Golden Crucible. Golden Crucible. International Guild of Alchemists that she is an okay card-carrying member of. Thanks to the parents. The big thing is this guy is operating without guild uh, clearance. He basically said, screw you to the guild and left. And the guild doesn't like that. No. That and he's remember he has that poison that uh, yeah. the guild not been able to find the antidote yet for, which is really bad for the guild business when someone is specifically marketing a poison that the guild does not have an anti anti you know toxin to. Yep. But Theo is sure that the poison <clears throat> recipe is in the one book she's got. Yeah, and we're gonna make a copy of this book before I give it to them. <laughs> Oh, did I say that out loud? You said that out loud. <laughs> no, you totally tell your partner as you're sitting at the table going, Gaga, we got to go to the scribe's room. We oh, no, I got paper. Paper and a book. Yeah, I mean, we don't have a time limit, so do what you no. want with it. What do I care? <laughs> oh, I'm sure she's addi as addicted to notebooks as I am. I, I don't. <laughs> I love notebooks. <laughs> I don't have any use for that writing nonsense. <laughs> oh, that's not true. I'm bard. I write songs. Never mind. Uh, you yes, don't have to but you don't write have them. to you write them down. Your own. Yeah, no, that's you're... true. They're yeah. all unique and in your head. Well, culture is more of an oral culture. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. That... Writing is, it's so time consuming and tedious. That's funny. Lost in that lair. <laughs> um, so I think we're just waiting because this is the designated meetup place. Yep. And we didn't leave them in too much trouble, did we? No. I like that you worry about it now, though. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Do you think they were okay? Team player. Yeah, I don't think so. We'll, we'll find out. <laughs> as, as about an hour later, you know, all of a sudden, um, Callus comes on, walking on in, and you guys are like, so how was your time? <laughs> yeah, how was your night? I'm like head stuck in the book. Drinking. We'll order a drink and then come grab a seat. Like... Good. We're all clear. Maybe all right. even some good, some new friends on the watch. Can't have too many friends, even in low places. <laughs> <laughs> and then about, you know, two hours, all of a sudden, Mia totally comes walking in, all disheveled looking. You know, the doctor would totally put you to work. As he uh -huh. says, ah. He's got the milk of the poppy. He'll be fine for sleeping and probably be, be alive in the morning if he doesn't get an infection. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> uh, here, put I'm, your finger here. <laughs> I'm going to uh, fold a little note up with, like, Mia and where to find me and uh -huh. something like, thank you, I, I owe you a drink, and fold it up and put it with his little whistle Somewhere that he, he'll, he'll find it when he wakes up. Oh, 
And where is this meeting location that you give? Um, is there like a, like a, I told him I owe him a drink, right? But I didn't say what. Is there like a coffee place? A non-bar? Uh, yes. <laughs> a a non-bar? <laughs> that's, that's where I would go, like try, you know, to show the better side of myself because he's kind of a deadly do right, I guess. So, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Now. I don't think I've ever heard of a place that doesn't serve alcohol, or I've never been to <laughs> one. I mean, especially a coffee shop. They're like, yes, yes, you can get alcohol in that. What kind of <laughs> fine beverage would you like to, to Irish up that coffee? So, yes. And then, um, I will, I will skedaddle on the way. Okay, so you make it into the the bar a few hours later as the group's obviously got empty platter of food that they've devoured. Don't you know, worry, guys. I'm you're okay. late. <laughs> couple empty pictures, you know. Poor Theo's already got a couple of sheets of paper that she's been writing formula down. <laughs> hey, Theo, I need you to make me... Uh, can you make a healing potion for cheap? Uh, why, as a matter of fact, I can. I actually do have an alchemical restorative elixir um, uh, that uh, he can use. Okay, so um, do we have minions? Didn't Still? we pay that one boy you, to... You do, in yeah. fact, have minions at this point. There's There's yeah. about eight minions in your group now. I was gonna say, yeah, I thought we had something. I don't yeah. remember. Do we, do, we, do we do we tip our minions? Is it do we tip them to do yeah, stuff? You can totally tip them to make them do stuff better. Is like is like a silver a good amount for a minion? Uh, let's put it this way: ten silver is like a week's pay for for non-skilled labor. Okay, I'm gonna give him two silver, and I'm gonna oh god, I'm gonna try to describe where this is. Nope, I'm just going. To, Nope, never mind. That's a bad plan. Uh, I will <laughs> take the alchemical, and Gunny and I are going to go back, and we're going to Aww. leave it, leave it with the notes and the whistle, and I'm going to tell the doctor make sure he and he alone get this. Yeah, and the alchemical uh, restorative. Uh... Um, it basically allows them to roll one hit die and then they gain uh, whatever. Yeah, uh, great healing potion. Okay. But have... I changed the note. I, I instead of I owe you a drink, I, I changed my mind and I write, "Thank you." My name and where the the coffee house place. And to your shock and awe, the doctor immediately identifies what this concoction is and uh, asks, may he inquire where you uh, located this concoction? The alchemical no, restorative, you mean? Mm -hmm. No, thank you. <coughs> you may not. <laughs> As you, know, you totally leave and uh, give me a perception check. Oh, if this man steals this, I'm going to burn his building down. He is he is totally giving the, the young lad the, the restorative tonic. But as oh, okay. you walk out, you don't nope. hear what he's mumbling under his breath. 
fine. Oh, wait, fine. but Jenny's with me. Oh, that doesn't even help me to have advantage. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Did Gunny hear him? Uh, nope. Didn't right. I hire, uh, didn't I recruit a decent level minion? Yeah, because we all recruited like somebody. A little, little higher links. Yeah. Because mine yeah, says I, I recruited like a laborer. I found somebody that was, I forget what he was. He was. You totally did for your downtime. Um, one good guy. Quartermaster, right. And he was yeah. building, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, and I got a contract of a laborer, Harvey Smith, who's a forge factory laborer from my carousing. Yeah. What was the dwarf's name? I don't remember. I was going to say the doctor? No, no, no. No, no. Oh, but I would remember his name. <laughs> I Eric with him. But yeah, so we have like eight regular minions, and then we had like, I think, like, so the, I think he was a. Dwarven quartermaster that we I recruited on board, and then I forget if you had something right. You had a la Eight? another labor. Was I, I have the labor. I I have a uh, I have a contact um, a labor contact. in the forge a factory. Okay. okay, so not a direct minion, but a contact. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, there's no actual note page with. The, I put it under bio. I yeah, well, one. that's why I start. Yeah. I'm doing now is just the uh, eight minions and the quartermaster. So, okay, uh, under the okay. bio because yeah, there's no other like place really. Star Wars Tim. sheets, much better. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. No, I just wanted to. Um, engage in gossiping and, and spreading rumors because after <laughs> uh, uh, after Alexa left I wanted to I, I wanted to say wow she left in a hurry <laughs> and she brought her, her her she brought Gunny she took Gunny with her instead of leaving her with us leaving him with us and saving on the coal I wonder what she's got going on what kind of a side hustle she's doing yeah, well, I think she's uh, smitten with the uh, the copper there. <laughs> yeah. No. So and I mentioned the shark scales that they meant they the copper said the guys appeared to be the shark scale dudes. Huh? Well, they're not. So. So she's looking to settle down, huh? <laughs> when I come back to the bar, I pick a fight with the biggest guy I can find. <laughs> <laughs> Second she walks in, big big sailor guy comes, you know, starting to walk out. She immediately shoulder chucks the shit out of him. <laughs> and he just looks nope. at you and kind of smiles and keeps walking. Nope, I punch him. <laughs> God. And talk about settling. I don't even know how to punch way. somebody, but I punch him. Go ahead and give me a strength <laughs> check. Oh. Uh, I like the groan. 
Can I punch him with my brain? (laughs) Who would have thought talking about settling down or get her? Oh, I didn't get the right button. I know that that's fine. If you roll an eighteen, you you totally sock him, and uh, he he swings back on you and misses, and and you see them have little 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 play bar fight because you know everybody starts a little sprawl in the box. But uh, she gets a couple good shots from the guy, and the guy finally spits out some blood and kind of gives her the nod and walks out. I giggle and go back over and start drinking. <laughs> As obviously the guys at the table realize, maybe we should not poke fun of her at the moment. Oh, a little, sec- <laughs> little sexual frustration there, I think. <laughs> <laughs> what do we get? She was flirting. <laughs> what do we what what do we acquire? What's new? What 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 what, what did I go through all this for? <laughs> <laughs> Says the lookout. Yeah. Uh, just just words. Uh, okay. Valuable information. Okay. I'm assuming there was a monetary payout for your. I can't remember. I don't have that in my notes. So do we need to try to fence this item? No. She's got to turn it into the golden... No, no, I have to turn it into the golden crucible. Now comes that moment where where, where she realized that she she just took the job. The guild. Uh, yeah, but I think there was supposed to be... I can't remember... Huh. There was something specific. That... I think it was like, uh, you had to do this or else kind of thing. But I th- oh. thought there the was a... You're a member of the guild. You do things for the guild. Yeah, but what were they going to do for me? <laughs> yeah, because I was going to say, There's we a... always choose the or else. They're the well, I'm kill. sure they pay for services. Yeah. Yeah, so... You have access to their labs and their libraries and their network? As a member, I already have that, though. You get the monthly pamphlet, that's all. Hmm. You can hmm. see AARP letters from them as well. It's almost like they sell your information. Thank you. <laughs> could, we, you could we turn them on to... the shark scales? You, you do believe the guild will do right by you. It's, yeah. It's the guild. Maybe they'll give me components. Lots of components. That would be nice. I mean, hard coins much nicer, but... Just saying. Well, don't forget you need to... Develop a um, antidote and then subtly alter the recipe in the book just a little bit to throw the guild off. <laughs> and and that's how you get kicked out of the guild. <laughs> yeah. And that's a good place to wrap it up there. Thank you for listening to D and D Journey of the Fifth Edition, a member of the Creative Play and Podcast Network. Please follow us on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash CPPN to never miss a show or stream.